0: This week, our, our prayer focus—if you've been been following along on the paper or on the uh, on New Version—the whole week this week, uh, the focus, the prayer focus, is the family, right? You've you seen that. You had, you got a handout. When you came in tonight. So tonight, uh, I want to I, I want to share a few things, uh, a few things to give us some direction to pray specifically. I know we're halfway through the week, and by the way, we're halfway through the fast as well. So hey, good job. Come on, keep going, right? Keep going. So. Um, so I want to share a few things tonight. Listen, if you're not married, uh, don't have children, uh, don't check out on me. You can apply this uh, as well if you're an individual to yourself. So I mean, we're, we're talking about the family, but remember, as I go through this specifically, uh, you can pray and fast uh, these things specifically as well. So just a few things that just stirred in me, and, and I, as you know, been getting in the Word. Um, and, and the number one thing is, we, we should for our families or an individual. We need to continue to pray and fast for direction in our life. For directions. Proverbs sixteen nine says this. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. Isn't that so true? We live in a day and age where, I don't know if y'all like me, but like Sunday night, Sunday night before I go to bed, I pull out my phone, I look at my calendar, and I look at what I have for the whole week. I like to see what the plan is. Anybody else like that? You like? I like getting a hold. Me and my wife talk about, hey, what are we doing next weekend? You know what I mean? Like, we, we like to make plans. And that's good. It's good to plan. It's good to be organized. You need to plan when you're going to pay your light bill or you're going to be sitting in the dark, right? It's good to have a plan. But the Bible says we make our plans, but we want the Lord to direct our steps. And you see, for our family, for our marriages, for an individual, you know, it's good that we make, and a lot of times we'll do that. My wife and I, we, we, we this is the plan that we have, but it's like, Lord, you direct us in this plan. We're, we're planning to do this, but Lord, what's your real, what's your direction? And not a better time than prayer and fasting to be to be getting direction for your life, for your family, for your children. You know, all through the New Testament, you can see the early church praying and fasting for direction. When they were appointing new elders, when they're appointing leaders, when, uh, you know, they were going to, to uh, Paul and, and, and then were going around mission trips, he would pray. He, Paul even said, you know, I plan to go here, but the Holy Spirit told me not to. You know, and it started in Acts Right after Paul's conversion, immediately after his conversion, he fasted for three days waiting for direction from the Lord. You remember he had this this encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. Remember Paul was on his way to go drag some more Christians out of their house and throw them in jail or maybe beat them or kill them. And Jesus himself encounters him on the road to Damascus. And right there, the, the, the Bible records he, he gave his life over to the Lord. But in Acts 9, 9, immediately after that it says, he remained there blind because he was blind about Jesus' glory. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Paul fasted immediately for the next direction in his life. Okay. His life radically got changed, right? His, his world got radically turned upside. Down. He went from trying to kill people and throw people in prison that were following Jesus to now he's a follower of Jesus. Talk about a paradigm shift to say the least, right? So immediately what he had to do is he had to, he, he began, he started praying and fasting. And if you read down later in Acts, it says that because uh, um, uh, one of the, the apostles, one of, or one of the early believers was sent to him and and, and Jesus tells him, hey, go pray for, for Saul. He's He's praying to me right now. So we know he wasn't just fasting. He was praying and fasting for direction. So what do you have going on in your life right now? Maybe you have a major decision you have to make. Maybe it's a decision in your marriage and your finances. Maybe in business, I hear, I just talked to a dear brother earlier. He got laid off from his job in uh, the end of last year, got another job, and just got laid off again. You know, I know with the economy right now, t- talking to another brother this morning after chapel, you know, how slow it is. I know, you know, people are having to make moves. You know, you got major decisions to make in your life. No better time than during prayer and fasting. So again, I encourage you, we're at the halfway point. If you hadn't been fasting yet, and there's a major decision... I encourage you to jump in. And I always encourage, you might not have a major decision. But, you know, we are one phone call away from our lives being turned upside down. Isn't that right? And we know that. And we're going to pray for him a little bit just this week. You know, in this church, you know, I know a lot of y'all heard. Monday morning, we get a text that Brother Francis's uh, brother, uh son-in-law, Barry, has a massive heart attack and dies. Just like that. I mean, just just like that. And we prayed that, like, Lord, we don't know what's coming down the pipe. We don't know what phone calls or what texts we're going to get. And so, you know, we got to be praying. We don't know. Something might come up where you might need direction in your life later on this year. It's a good time to pray and fast that for right now, right? That God gives you wisdom and direction. And by the way, we're going to be having a service for Barry here tomorrow. The wake's from 9 to 11, and we're going to have a service uh, right here for, for Barry Willis, Brother Francis' son-in-law. So I'll be here tomorrow if you can if you come right here in the sanctuary. And we're going to pray for that family in a little bit. So the first thing, specifically in your marriage for your children, some of us I know, you know, you have times and seasons with your children where it, when it gets hard, where some of them might be giving you some problems, right? Come on now, Miss Westbrook, Kobe's like, Amen. I got a classroom full of them sometimes. I can say that because two of my girls are in a class, but even at her house, she has children, isn't that right? All you parents, sometimes our kids give us fits, right? Or in the Cajun vernacular, they act kinda sometimes, right? And we, we we need to, you know, we need direction. Lord, how do I deal with this? Lord, how do I, you know, and you can get advice, you can, you know, but sometimes you need just divine direction from the Lord of what to do with that child or with, 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 with whatever's going on in your life. So whether you marry, got kids, or single, let's pray and fast and continue to ask the Lord. We can make plans, and that's great. We need to make our plans, but we want him to direct our steps. Amen? So the second thing, after direction, I encourage you to pray for protection around your family. Pray for God's protection around your family. Or again, as an individual, and you might, you know, you might not be married kids, uh, but you, you have a family, you have parents, brothers, sisters, cousins. Pray for protection around you and your family. Um, I'm going to set up the scripture in Ezra. I want to read a scripture in Ezra chapter 8. But at, at this time, what was happening was that Ezra was leading a group of Israelites. They had been exiled to Babylon, and now Ezra was leading them back on a journey back to Jerusalem. And so so um, listen to the orders he gave as there was uh, uh, getting ready to go back to Jerusalem. It says this, Ezra eight twenty one. it says, "In there by the Havava Canal I gave orders for all of us to fast And humble ourselves before our God. Listen to this. We prayed that he would give us a safe journey and protect us, our children, and our goods as we travel. See that we, they covered, they prayed and fasted for protection around their whole household, themselves, their children, and their goods. So like in our day and age, I'd be like our, 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 us, our, our, our marriage, our, our family, I mean us and our spouse, our children, our house, our possessions. You know, it's okay to pray God's protection around your possessions. We do it every night. Lord, I pray you protect our home, our property, and possessions. We pray that every night. Obviously, we have it in order where we pray for us first. But, you know, and listen, it, it, you know how I know that's okay prayer to pray? Because look at verse 23. It says, so we fasted and earnestly prayed that that our God would take care of us, and he heard our prayer. Amen? You know, it's awesome that we can pray for protection in, in, a, in a, a, an, an increasingly crazy and unstable, unsettled World, we need to pray for protection around our families, right? And not just you know physical things, but you know again for the family that that God would protect us and our childrens that protect their minds, protect their hearts, protect their eyes and their ears. What what they what they're getting fed on a daily basis, what they hear at school and around around different places, right? And even as our our, our marriages, that, that God uh, would protect us, would put put a, put protection around us. That that last such a powerful word that uh, the Lord that Mandy gave about God, you know, just breaking down walls and you know, and 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 man, you know, we want walls to be broken down in between us and put around us as protection. Amen. Because listen, whenever in Job chapter one, whenever Satan uh was accusing Job, listen, he was trying to trip the Lord up and say, Hey, let me go after Job and this and that, he was accusing Job. And Satan told this to the Lord in Job 110, he said, You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. There it is again. Satan knew that if a guy can put a wall of protection around you, your family, and your property, amen? You know, I remember, I remember a story that Brother Jim Darnell told one time. He came and he preached an awesome message about the blood of Jesus and applying the blood of Jesus uh, to our lives, to our families, to our minds, to our hearts, our eyes, everything. But specifically, I just, I just thought about this, about property. He said that uh, every day this lady, she was a little old lady in their church, and she'd plead the blood of Jesus over her family, over her house, and over her property each and every day. And like a major storm, like I don't know if it was a tornado, it must have been a tornado, something came through. And ripped through the neighborhood, and her house was the only house left standing in the neighborhood. Amen. God will put a wall of protection around us. Amen. And I know, I know, y'all have heard me talk about this in the last couple of months a few times, but it's just fresh. You know, y'all, most y'all heard back in October. You know, one of my daughters uh, fell out of uh, one of our trees, and she she broke her wrist. You know, and even though she broke her wrist, it was a severe break. She had to have surgery and pins. I still praise God that He protected her. Because guess what? It could have been a lot worse. She could have fell on her head, cracked her skull. She could have been killed. She could have been paralyzed. Could have broke her back. Could have... Punched. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, right? So I praise God that when we took her to the hospital, they examined her, and and it was just it was just a break. We I still believe that's a, a testimony to God and us praying His protection around our children, and we praising God because just yesterday she got her splint off. She had a cast with pins. They took her pins out. They took her cast out. She took her splint off, and as of yesterday, she's gotten released and she's one hundred percent ready to. Road. And it's a blessing. Yeah, praise God, praise the Lord. I was watching her yesterday. Uh, Cassie and the kids were here after school and they were playing on the playground. I came home and I was just watching her, and she was using that hand pushing off on that wrist like nothing had ever happened. Praise God, the Lord protects. We can pray a wall of protection around us. Now I know sometimes it can be tough because sometimes it don't seem like maybe God is protecting, or, or seem like we can't understand. We know God does that because we just saw it in Scripture, right? That's what y'all Bible says too, right? That God will put a wall of protection around us. So what happens when it seems like that, 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 that maybe that wall has been penetrated or that protection? Well, the third thing I encourage you to pray is pray to triumph in times of trouble. Pray and fast to triumph in times of trouble individually, in your home, in your family. Let's look at Nehemiah chapter 1. Nehemiah chapter 1 beginning in verse 2. It says this, Hanani, one of my brothers, came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah. I asked them about the Jews who had returned there from captivity and about how things were going in Jerusalem. He said to me, things are not going well for those who return to the province of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down, and the gates have been destroyed by fire. When I heard this, I sat and I wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. See, Nehemiah knew, you know what? My people are in deep trouble. And and, and the wall, that was a literal wall, but what happens when it seems like the wall is torn down around you? and there's trouble, this is a great time for us to get on our face and pray and fast. And I want to encourage you, you know, throughout the year, there may be times, and, and I didn't plan on saying this, but I just I just felt the, the the need to say it. There may be times throughout the year, even when the church hadn't called a fast, and you get into some trouble, you get into a bind in your marriage, in your family, in your health, or you might just need to call a fast yourself and your family, and nobody else knows about it, and you begin to fast and pray and seek God and say, Lord, I'm grabbing a hold of the horns of the altar, and I'm not letting go till you till you break through. Amen? Sometimes there's times like that where, you know, without it being a corporate fast, that, that pastor Tide calls where we get a hold of the Lord and we pray and we fast. So let me ask you, what's going on in your family right now? Is there, is there some trouble that's happening right now in your, in your marriage maybe? Again, with your children. Maybe with your finances. Maybe with your health. I mean, we I, I list the people just in our church dealing with cancer. Others dealing with with different, you know, uh, different maybe health issues. Again, this is a time to continue to pray and press in. That's why we do, that's why we we, we have this fast and continue to to move on, to press in. I want to encourage you, since we're focusing on on the marriage. Again, this is for everyone. But as we're focusing on the marriage, if you're married, pray with your spouse. Pray in agreement. Y'all come together. There's an issue. Between y'all, between your children, come on, lock hands when you get home together tonight. And y'all pray together. Y'all might come to the prayer room together and pray, and that's great. That's awesome. We want y'all to continue to do so. But, you know, get together. Pray together. Pray with your spouse. Pray with your children. Teach your children how to pray. Amen? You know, there's something about that. Whenever whenever you you, you see, you know, uh, that you can't see you praying and see you Believe in God and see you pressing in and believing. You know, we encouraged our kids. Hey, what do, even though they're small, what do you what do you want to see God do? What are you praying for? You know, just to hear their little hearts. They came up and it was it was so cute. You know, uh, it was a Saturday night. They came to the prayer meeting. I was leading the prayer meeting and my 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 little ones were up here. You know, and, and 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 it's sweet. You know, because Ava was like wrote. She's like, Daddy, I put five in there. And then like a little bit later she came, Daddy, I put six prayer requests in there. And you know, I I you know you don't wanna you don't wanna quench that, you know, because it's like, you know, for her it was one little line, you know. I, I pray for granny's leg to feel better. You know, and, and those don't you know God hears those prayers? God is blessed by those prayers. So I just want to encourage you. And, and 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 as I'm I'm on it, not just in time of trouble. Obviously, I just you know, we're going in that direction tonight, but but every time. Just encourage this this time of prayer and fasting should be a great catapult in our lives. if you hadn't made it a practice men, I want to challenge you men to step up to the plate and if y'all hadn't prayed if you hadn't if you hadn't um led your family in prayer, come on start it, start at the dinner table and hey think. God for the food and bless the food before you go to bed. Listen, I'm I'm giving you some direction on how to pray on a regular basis. Come on, ask the Lord to protect your family at night. Ask the Lord to watch over y'all. Ask the Lord to, to give give your, your family a good night's sleep, amen? You know, and just, you know, there's direction and we got a decision to make, you know, so we're going to pray and ask the Lord to help us. You know, we're going through some trouble right now, you know, financially. Those that have been affected by our field, come on, don't, don't. don't uh, like like David was saying something, don't don't, don't get into the muddy grubs. Come on, exercise your faith with your family. Amen? Men and women too, come on. You know, just engage in prayer. We want to encourage y'all. That's why we're having these prayer meetings and we're doing something different by giving you the opportunity to pray. Because we want y'all to pray. We want y'all to just get stirred up, to stir up your faith. Whether it be in times of trouble or in good times. Whether we be on the mountaintop or in the valley, we need to seek him. Praise Him. Pray and fast and continue to ask for His help. Amen? And the final thing that I want to encourage you, which is the actual specific topic for today, is to pray for deliverance from spiritual attack. To pray for deliverance from spiritual attack. You know, sometimes, you know, we, we can't, again, we can't blame everything on the devil. But, you know, sometimes things are going on in our lives that we can't seem to explain. And, you know, sometimes, like I said, I remember hearing my brother was in a ministry years ago and they used to say, what's really going on? Like if something was happening, they say, what's really going on? In other words, like, you know, the, the enemies at work here, there's something, you know, I heard a man say one time to listen, and this is good for, for the marriage. Uh, Let me speak to the married folks right now. And and whether it be from, well, I'm going to speak to the married folks and to even when you get frustrated about politics. I knew I'd strike a nerve there. I might even hit a bone with some people. So a man, of God said this years ago. I heard this and I loved it. He said, you know, the Bible tells us we fight against principalities, not personalities. Remember that. The Bible says we, we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So we're fighting principalities here, not personalities. So remember that, you know, next time you, you, your husband and wife, you, you continue to knock heads. Remember that when you see a political figure doing things that you're like, I can't believe he's doing this. Well, there might be a greater work behind that. Instead of attacking that person, because the Bible never tells us to attack our, our authority, our, our government officials. It only tells us to pray for them, by the way. what better time to pray and fast right now for our government leaders, for our president. No matter what your beliefs are, the Bible commands us to pray for all governing authority. To pray for everyone, the king and all of them. In our day and age, would be the president. And believe me, whenever those instructions were given and Paul said to pray, submit to govern authorities... They were under Roman rule and they were killing Christians. So if Paul told them to pray for the Roman government, we can pray for our government. Amen. So remember, we need to pray for deliverance from spiritual attack. Not everything, but sometimes things that are going on in our lives, it's got demonic influence coming against us. And that's why Jesus, when he was teaching his disciples, and how many disciples of Christ I got here tonight? Let me see your hand. Okay, he was teaching his 12 disciples, the 12 apostles, but we were all disciples. And they asked him, Lord, teach us how to pray. And we know this is the Lord's Prayer, but specifically, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Most of us know our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be the name. I guess, you know, I'm not going to say the whole thing. But at the end, at the end, he says this, Matthew 6, 13. This is how we ought to pray. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Jesus specifically instructed us to pray for deliverance against evil attacks from the evil one himself. Amen. Y'all see that? In the Lord's prayer, one of the last things he says is deliver us from the evil one. Your kingdom come, your will be done. All glory, honor, and power to you. Amen. So what I want to do is I want to spend the rest of our time praying along these lines over all these things. For our families, for our community, for individuals. our nation can we do that why don't you stand up with me and let's go ahead and go to the lord in prayer father we thank you we thank you father god we thank you lord that that as we come together as we come together in agreement or we know there's power in agreement lord god we know there's power in the name of jesus right Come on, come on, let's get into agreement right now. And I want y'all to pray with me. Come on, uh, so let's start right now. Let's start with ourselves individually. Come on, let's ask the Lord to give us direction. Holy Spirit, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would lead us in guidance. Come on, we all have decisions to make every day. They say we make thousands of decisions every day. Some of them, we're not even thinking about it. Come on, let's ask the Lord, starting individually. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you give us divine direction, Lord. That you give us direction in our lives. Lord God, what we need to be doing on a day in and day out basis. Lord, we, where our lives are full of choices. Lord, they have some businessmen in here. Lord God, I need to make decisions Father. They have, Lord God, people in here, Lord, that have big decisions to make. Lord, I pray that you help us, lead us, guide us and direct us, Lord God on those decisions and how to make those decisions, the right decisions to make. Come on, let's ask the Lord to give us direction in our marriage right now. If you're married, come on ask the Lord to, to, to give you direction with your spouse. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me and my wife Life to like, I be in agreement in the direction that we're going. Come on, maybe you grab the hand of your spouse. Come on, put your arm around it right now. Y'all pray together, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we need divine direction in our life, Father God. We need direction, Lord God. That you would lead us and guide us, Lord God, in every area of our life, Father God. In Jesus' name, Lord God. Lord, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but Father God, you do. Father God, you know we can get one phone call or one text, Father God. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. That you would help us. Give us that direction, Lord God. Give us divine wisdom, guidance, and direction. In Jesus' name. Come on, saints, press in. Y'all pray with me. Lord. Come on, let's pray for direction with our children. How we how we raise up our children. Come on, in Jesus' name, Father, I pray that you help us, lead us, and guide us, Lord God. In how we raise our kids. And how we raise our children. Lord, and how to care for them. How to nurture them. How to discipline them, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we pray. Give us, like God, guidance and direction, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, over our hearts. Help us to hear. Come on. Ask the Lord to, to help you to hear better so we can hear the direction that he's given us. Father, open up our spiritual ears to hear. Come on, ask him that. Open up my spiritual ears to hear. Open up my heart to receive your direction, Father. Open up my heart to receive the direction, Lord God, that you have for our lives, individually, as couples, as a family, and with our children, Father God. Speak, Lord, as the prophet Samuel said, as a little boy. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Come on, tell him that right now. Say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Lord, speak to us. Help us to hear, oh God, what it is that you're saying in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, come on, let's pray for protection right now. Let's pray for a wall of protection around our lives. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray for a wall of protection around yourself. Father, we pray that you would... Pr- put a wall of protection around our minds, Lord. Put a wall of protection around our hearts, around our ears, around our eyes, Lord God. Lord God, around, Lord God, our bodies, Father, every day. Lord, in Jesus' name, we pray that you would protect us, just as Ezra and him prayed and fasted, that you would take care of them and protect them. And Lord, you said, Lord God, that, that you heard their prayer. Father, I pray, your wall of protection around us. Come on, let's pray a wall of protection around our families right now, around our children, around our homes. Father, we pray a wall of protection around our marriages, Lord God. Don't let anything separate. Lord God, break down walls between us and put walls of protection around us, Father God. In Jesus' name, come on, press in, saints. press in for your family right now. Cover your family right now. Come on, if you're, if you're not married, come on, cover your future spouse and children or someone that you know. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we pray a wall of protection around our God, our marriages, around our children. We pray over our little ones, Father, and pray you protect them as they go to school every day, as they go to school, or protect what it is that they hear, what it is that they're told. Protect their little hearts, their little eyes, their little minds, Father God. I pray that our children will grow up to be healthy and strong and wisdom and stature and favor with you and all people, Lord. Watch over them. Protect them, Father. Come on, let's pray of all the protection around our property right now. We saw it in two different stories. that the Lord will protect our home, our property possession. Come on, pray over that right now. Pray over your home. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, watch over our finances. Watch over our homes. Watch over our property. Watch over our possessions, Father God. In Jesus' name, we know like that lady, like God, that you can protect us even in the midst of a storm or a natural disaster, Father. Come on, let's pray a wall of protection around our church right now. Father, we pray. Come on, let's cover our church. Father, we pray a wall of protection around our church. Oh, God, around this building, this property, every person that comes and steps foot on this campus, I pray you'd cover them with your blood. Watch over them, Father God. Protect every single person that comes to every prayer meeting, every service, every life group, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. Lord, we pray. Come on, let's pray over our pastors, Father. We pray over Pastor Todd and Tanya. We pray a wall of protection around them. Protect them, Lord God. Watch over them mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically over them, over their homes, Father. Over their their, their daughter and their granddaughter, Father. God, keep them safe, Lord God. Over our staff. Watch over our staff, all the volunteers and every member, Father God. We pray that of protection and believe just as you heard Ezra and the Israelites prayer you are hearing our prayer Lord in Jesus name in Jesus name now come on let me see with a show of hands how many of y'all are going through a trial right now if you're going through some kind of trial lift up your hand right now come on well let's pray let's pray that God helps us to triumph in the times of these trials. Amen. To triumph in the times of these troubles. Come on. Going to press in and pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God, that you help us to, to continue to get through these trials. Lord, you see all the hands that are raised. You see their heart. Come on. If you got your hands raised, open your mouth and you pray. I ask the Lord to help you to persevere. I ask the Lord to help you to deliver you during the time of this trial. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, God, that you would help us, lead us, guide us, and direct us Father God in Jesus name that we would be Father God triumphant in the times of trials that you would help us give us the strength give us the faith give us like that the perseverance Father God God pray for Lord I pray for a new anointing come on lift your hands up and I just pray God pour out his anointing for you Father I pray for a greater anointing for the trial Father a greater anointing for the trial Father God in Jesus name a greater grace speaks of a greater grace. Come on, ask the Lord to give you a greater grace. Ask Him to give you a greater anointing. Father, we pray for a greater anointing to be poured out, a greater grace on our lives through the trial, through the trouble, through the struggle, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Help us to be triumphant. Help us to be triumphant through the trial, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, come on, let's pray for deliverance right now. As we just saying that earlier about God breaking every chain, come on, let's pray for deliverance from spiritual attack upon our families and upon our homes right now, upon our church. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, come on, that you would, like God, deliver us from every demonic attack from the evil one Lord Jesus you said to pray that we don't fall into temptation Lord first and foremost help us to stand strong in the face of temptation Father God in Jesus name help us Lord God to be strong in the face of temptation Lord deliver us we know Lord God that that, that you have given us authority come on saints Jesus said that we have authority over all the powers of the evil one amen come on let's pray in Jesus name Lord God that you supernaturally Lord God cancel every plan of the enemy on every plan that the enemy has towards me, towards my wife, towards my children, towards my home, towards my health. We cancel it. We bind it and we forbid it for operating in our lives in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over us. Come on. Plead the blood of Jesus over your life. Plead the blood of Jesus over your family. Plead the blood of Jesus over your home. Father, we pray supernatural deliverance to be upon us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Lord oh, God, I pray, My oh, God, help us to stay strong. Help us, Lord oh, God, to be willing to pick up our swords and get in the thick of the battle. Amen? Come on, saints, guys, raising up an army. Come on, you got to be willing to get in the trenches. The Lord will deliver us, but we need to go after it ourselves too. Amen? Because he said, we have authority over all the powers of the enemy. Come on, take authority right now. Just begin to do that. Let's speak that. Right now, just begin to take authority. Say, I take authority over my life in the name of Jesus. I take authority over my marriage in the name of Jesus. I take authority over my children in the name of Jesus. I take authority over my home in the name of Jesus. I declare no weapon formed against me shall prosper nor succeed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord some praise tonight. Give Him some praise. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus.